fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, welcome into the program. It is a pre-pre-Friday, the post-post-Monday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week, although it is a brand new day in America. And I'm not talking about the new day. It's a fresh new day, which it is, and hopefully you've got to enjoy it and use it for the carpe diem, using the best, utilizing the best time you absolutely can. But it's a new day in America. It's a new day in regulations. It's a new day under the Biden administration. Are you prepared? Welcome into the broadcast, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, and live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast as well. Thanks for hanging out with us today as we have another massively big show today, and we try and cram as much in as we possibly can each and every day. Make sure to follow us on the social media at Hoosier Reason, plus the website at Hoosier Reason. Today, I don't know if you are aware or not. I don't know how many people use public transportation any longer. I'm assuming a lot in larger cities. I'm not in one of those said larger cities, so I do not know. Whether you take a taxi, whether you take any car services, whether you're on a boat, that's kind of weird, or a public bus, or a train, or any type of plane or public transportation, it is now, according to Reason.com, it is now a federal law. In a new order from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention that took effect today, that Americans are now required to wear masks nationwide on planes, trains, buses, subways, taxis, car uh, car services, boats, and transportation hubs per the new order from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And it all took effect today. So my question to you is, did you know about this, number one? Number two, did you abide by it? I don't do any of those things as I have my own private vehicle and I sit in my own private radio studio here and then I drive my own private vehicle back to my own private home, which you cannot tell me to wear my mask. So I don't wear a mask a whole lot, got to be honest. But a lot of people do use the public transportation and they use the subway and they use taxis and they use trains. Did you know that it was a federal guideline as of today to do that? Thanks, Joe Biden, for that. And did you abide by said thing. Now, here's the bigger question is, did you do two masks? (laughs) According to Dr. Anthony Fauci from the CDC, that two masks are better than one. And according to the hosts and the pundits from CNBC and MSNBC, that three masks are even better than that. Three is bigger than two. Ah, ah, ah. If you remember your counting. So now we have a three mask mandate. Not really a mask mandate, but they recommend wearing three, two to three masks because then you'd be 90% effective from stopping the virus. And I find it fascinating as according to, there was a couple headlines on Drudge Report today that show that the number of hospitalizations, the number of deaths, and the number of COVID-19 positive rate cases in the nation started dropping. As the headline was, they continue to drop. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just remember like three days ago, they're like, wow, Joe Biden's administration still has like some of the highest crazy numbers and we're seeing the most amount of deaths and we're seeing the most amount of positive cases. This is out of control. Now, all of a sudden we're seeing, oh, they're on a decline and they've been on a decline because Joe Biden got into office on January 20th. So now he's two to three weeks into his administration and look at that. The virus is disappearing. 
Crazy how that works. Now they're saying that we need to wear three masks and we still need to socially distance. Here in the Wichita area, Wichita, Kansas, we have a health doctor, doctor our Dr. Menz, our Cedric County Health uh, Officer, that is now uh, loosening some of the guidelines in this area to where you can now have 75% capacity in your bar and restaurant. <gasps> oh, my. And you can also stay open until midnight as opposed to the previous order that said you could only stay open till 10 o'clock at night. Or 11. They, sorry, they did bump it to 11. Now they've bumped it to midnight. So I'm guessing that maybe the coronavirus gets tired as it prolongs. It's been a year now. It's kind of tired. It's getting a little bit older, a little more seasoned. It's starting to mature a little bit. It's out partying a little bit too late at night before. And now it's just, you know, getting tired. So it's going home earlier. So you can stay out later. At the beginning, oh, you couldn't stay at a bar or nightclub past 10 o'clock because at 10.01 p.m., the virus automatically just kicked in and killed everybody in the bar. That's what you had to close at 10 o'clock. There was no way out of that for many communities across the nation. Just it, it, you need to close at 10 o'clock. Now, I, you know what? It's kind of seasoned. It's kind of had its party run. It went off to college. Oh, cute little virus. Went off to college. It got educated. It tried to go party every night. Now it's getting a little bit older, a little bit more mature. It's not staying out quite as long. So now you could stay until uh, stay out till 11 o'clock because it goes home early now. Now you can even stay out till midnight. Now, usually bars, nightclubs stay open until like 2 a.m. But no, no, not now. I mean, it still goes out there on occasion, but it just needs a little sleep. Needs a little rest. So now you can stay out till midnight before it actually comes out and starts causing havoc. And then you'll all die at midnight at 12.01 a.m. the next morning. You'll die if you're out at the bars and nightclubs still because that's just really, really bad. So there you go. Mask mandate for the public transportation all over the nation. It is now a federal requirement from the CDC. Are you prepared to wear that mask everywhere you go? Not just prepared to wear it, but are you ready to be charged as a criminal if you don't wear the mask? You could see potential criminal penalties from law enforcement if they catch you wearing what? Bareface. Are you getting really tired of hearing that uh, sounder already? Because bareface is now the new derogatory term for those that do not wear the mask because they always have to demonize. It's not, you know, Republicans and now conservatives are now the alt-right. They started with the alt-right. Now they're domestic terrorists and they're Nazis and they're white supremacists. Just If you're a Donald Trump supporter, if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, if you're a Ted Cruz supporter, if you're a supporter of any of those that challenge the Electoral College, then you are now the worst name in the book, which is a neo-Nazi, a white supremacist, and all right a domestic terrorist whatever they want to call you so it's always the name calling you got to label them so you can demonize them it's not just an individual it's the name calling it's the labeling so therefore you're in that box and we hate you for being in that box so now you are a uh you are bareface bareface yeah and law enforcement could come and get you. An order that will be enforced by the Transportation Security Administration, the TSA, agents and other federal authorities, as well as state and local officials, will be enforcing said regulation. Now, at the same time, remember the evolution of the mask mandate. You had to wear the mask if you are at first, only if you are within the six feet radius of individuals and not socially distancing, but... You had to be within that range of individuals for a long period of time, like, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Then you had to wear the mask. Outside of that, you didn't have to. It was just, you know, if you're just passing by them, if you're just chatting with them for a second in the hallway before you moved on about your day, you didn't have to wear a mask. It was only for long stints of time within that lack of social distancing. Then it was, well, even if you are social distancing, then you still need to wear that mask. Now, even if you're in your car, you really need to wear that mask, even if you're not around anybody at all. 
which is crazy. So the, so the social distancing, the mask wearing is still working. I know you're tired of hearing about COVID, but I mean, things are updating here, right? Even to the point to where now, according to studyfinds.org, I love science. I love facts. They're crazy little things, right? Those crazy little facts. <laughs> Teaching us how to do things. According to studyfinds.org, the second wave of the virus that they were concerned about was pointed to people not following safety guidelines put out by health experts and government officials. However, show of hands, how many people actually like didn't go and see family during Thanksgiving and Christmas? I'm pretty sure most people probably still saw family and friends. Maybe not as many. Maybe great-grandma, who's 98 years old, you probably didn't go and see because you didn't want her to get it. But outside of that, you probably went and saw the rest of your family. You went and saw your parents, maybe. Maybe you saw your cousins. Maybe you saw some of your aunts and uncles. And everybody's within that relatively health range to where you're fine. And everybody was scratching their head. All these health officials scratching their head. Why didn't we see a massive spike in COVID cases during Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's? Oh, well, everybody must have like not gone to see family. But the second wave was happening because we just were loosey-goosey on it. We were tired of the restrictions, and you guys are just the problem because you don't care about other people, you barefaced jerks. Well, now, according to studyfinds.org, the study concluded that the two outbreaks in one year is a natural phenomenon during a massive outbreak where temperature, humidity, and wind can predict where second waves will peach with the researchers will call inevitable. Let me repeat that. The second wave was not caused due to you being a jerk, just not caring about human beings and not wearing a mask or socially distancing. It was caused by the weather with warm temperatures, high humidity, and wind that would help spread the virus in the air. So even those that got the virus, which, by the way, like 80, 90% of those that got the virus were mask wearers. 80% of those were also uh, deficient in vitamin D. So there is that because vitamin D boosts your immune system and you got really sick if you don't have a very good immune system. So instead of just wearing a mask and putting a bubble around yourself and becoming sterile around everything around you to where your immune system doesn't know how to fight anything, maybe you should just take some vitamin D, some magnesium, and some you know other vitamin-boosting pills and, or things, and then huh, you got a high immune system and you don't worry about getting sick. But that's a side factor because the CDC and the World Health Organization won't tell you those things. So that's just a recommendation by entertainment value purposes. Go see your physician for more medical things. But now with the wind, with the high temperature, with the humidity, predicting where the second waves will peak, the scientists were able to predict exactly where the second wave of the virus was able to happen because of the weather, not because of you. Does that mean we don't have to wear masks anymore? Does that mean that we don't have to worry about the three masks any longer? Oh, that's right. We don't want to do that because, well, if we do that, then, yeah, the mask wearers and the vacciners and all those would lose money. And we don't want that. So you need to wear the three masks. And you need to, or you really need to wear the three masks anyways because if it's in the air, then you just need to be scared of the air outside. If you go outside and you take a deep breath, you can't just be without a mask if you're by yourself anymore. You still need to wear the mask even if you're not around anybody because it's in the air. Like any other biological thing that happens, it's in the air. Crazy time to live, right? Uh, it's a crazy time for sure to live. Bottom of the hour, we have Armin Brat, a.k.a. Mr. Dad. We've had him on the show a couple of times before. He's going to be talking about the new Biden administration changes to 
well, life in general, about how now men can go into women's restrooms and locker rooms, how now men who identify as women can now perform in women's sports and how they've been breaking all the records and how we kind of function in society when people have an identity crisis. And yes, I say that not as a derogatory term, but as someone who seriously does not know what gender they actually are and are able to embrace that, which is a sad deal because that is a mental issue that we need to address. So we'll talk to Mr. Dad a.k.a. Armin Brat, about that coming up at the bottom of the hour. Plus, there's something very interesting as we talk about the pandemic as well, how it's related to just not just the wind blowing the virus around in the air, but how it's affected the climate. Because if you've noticed the trend, Joe Biden's 50 executive order marathon that he's done over the last two weeks has really been a marathon regarding climate change. Everything that he has done... He's related it back to climate change. Oh, we're going to stop building the wall. Why are you going to stop building the wall, Joe Biden, so you can allow illegal aliens in the, into the country? No, it's because it's really bad for the environment. Oh. Oh, hey, by the way, we're going to in, uh, stop the Keystone Pipeline and we're going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. Well, why is that? Well, because we're going to help the environment. But we're building something underneath the ground, so it's not going to affect the animals or nature or anything. No, you're just an evil oilist. Is that what they're going to call us now, an oilist? You're an oilist, and you want the Keystone Pipeline because you hate the environment and you hate puppy dogs and children is really what they're probably claiming. So everything that he has done, even COVID-19 relief, has all been because of the climate. We need to do climate environment things for egg, where $30 billion is transferred from relief to farmers from COVID-19 to you need to start purchasing environmentally friendly resources and tools and uh, tractors and everything else that's going to put carbon back into the soil because it's all about climate change. So that's coming back into the news big time because that's the main focus so far from the Biden administration. We'll get to all that and more right here for a Wednesday here on The Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. 24 minutes past the hour, radio, TV, and live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast thereafter, which we are still rocking it on there. So thank you very much as we try to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, as we are by far the fastest hour of radio on radio all over the place. So we appreciate you more and more each and every day. My brain hurts with some of the stuff we're about to talk about today just because it's comical, yet it's dumb, yet I just don't understand the concept. Again, you know me. I am the voice of reason. We try to bring reason and common sense back into a discussion, and that could be on either side of the aisle. I can be open to some progressive ideas. I don't agree with them, but I can at least try to understand where they're coming from. But 90% of the time, I'm like, yeah, you can't connect dot A to dot B here. Unless you're just not all there. So that's what we try to find out. We try to get rid of the politics in politics. And we try to get down to the raw issue of what's really going on. So wearing three masks and being scared of the air is now the latest thing from the CDC. Because the waves have not been from you just spreading it to everybody because you're just negligent and just hate individuals. But it's because it's just blowing around in the air with the wind and the temperatures and the humidity. Because that's just what actually happens. In other news today, let's see what else is trending. What's trending today? So Reddit, as you've been following some of the the Reddit chats and then the Robinhood issue that kind of boosted up the trading for AMC Entertainment and for GameStop and now it was trying to go after silver. Well, it's starting to bust and I knew it was kind of last. It wasn't going to last for very long, which is why it was just kind of fun and entertaining to watch. Everybody was excited. Go against the suits. Go after them. And I kind of liked it. I mean, sure. You know what? Go after the big suits. Kind of do your own trading. Kind of manipulate the market yourself, which is cool, which is what Wall Street does every single day. And don't tell me that they don't because they absolutely do. They do it for their own benefit. They do short sales to try and boost something up to make some money before it goes out. I get it. That's just the way it works. And you know what? You just have to accept it. So when we do it, they lose their minds and they just go crazy. Now, I'm not an investor and I'm not going to be the first one to admit. I'm going to be the first one to admit that I don't know a whole lot about investing, but it's been entertaining to watch with all of this. But the bubble burst and the Reddit people that were like, oh, let's invest in GameStop. Oh, let's invest in AMC. They did it. It shot up. And now where do you go with it? It reminds me of like those ones that went into the Capitol in the protests in, in Washington, D.C. You took the Capitol, great, now what do you do? I mean, you're angry, I get it, you're frustrated, I get it, you're, you don't think that the election was valid, I get it, you think that it was fraudulent, I get it, you think that the process that they were doing with the hearings on the challenging of the Electoral College was just a show just to try and win over support with their base and then move on. Yes, I completely agree. Absolutely. But if you're going to do something, you need to at least strategize a little bit further in advance. You can't just be like, I took the capital. Now, what do you do? I don't know. Guess we go home now. Well, we did it. We made our point clear. So that's kind of what happened with the whole Robin Hood thing now. As according to the Sun, the U.S. Sun or the Sun, uh, the dash sun.com, the Reddit trader 
Roaring Kitty is his name. That's a apparently a blogger, a YouTuber, something, a Redditor that talks about what you should invest in and what they were going to do with the market. Said that he lost $13 million in one day as the stocks for now GameStop and AMC began to plummet because they did their thing. They boosted it up. And now what? You think it's going to maintain that way? You think it's going to stay that way? Probably not. You got to think a little bit more long term, don't you? Now, I'm terrible at long term gaming. Uh, most males, most men, let's just admit it, we're terrible at long-term strategizing. Some of us are, especially when it comes to business. Okay, fine. But when it comes to just day-to-day activities, we're kind of bad at long-term strategizing. That's why you have a wife. Because the wife's like, Andy, you're not thinking this long-term here. Let's start strategizing. You want to go out and you want to go have a good time and you know take us out to a restaurant today. That's cool. But, you know, we have something else we're supposed to be doing because we scheduled this the month in advance and you forgot all about it, you jerk. Not that she says that, but you get the point. So, guys, we're just really bad at long-term strategizing. And apparently these Reddit traders are really bad at strategizing because now the stocks are plummeting. The Roaring Kitty guy that organized this whole thing has now lost $13 million in a day. So kudos on him. And what do you do now? What do you do now? Kind of interesting. When we come back, uh, Armin Brat, a.k.a. Mr. Dad, he'll be joining us talking about the changing times and gender identity in this nation. All that and more coming up. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Your Millennial General reporting for duty as we do each and every day. Thanks for watching us, radio, TV, and the live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast each and every day as well. Podcast downloads doing very well, so thank you for that. We are growing. We are in more states. And uh, speaking of, we have some new affiliate radio and TV that could potentially be jumping on here very soon as well. More announcements to be made at a later time. We do have the live streams going on right now on our social media at Hoosier Reason. You can find them at H-O-O-S-E-R Reason on all of them. Now, Facebook's still banning us because, you know, evil, terrible, conservative stuff. So we don't have Facebook live streaming right now. We, we do have YouTube. We have Twitch.tv, which a lot more people are going there because it's more user-friendly for, like, gamers and video people. So you can find us on Twitch.tv at Hoosier Reason on YouTube at Hoosier Reason on the website at whosareason.com. That's about where we're at right now. Oh, and Twitter, as long as they allow us. For now. For now. We'll see how long that actually lasts. Let's see. Question on social media. If someone can't afford a driver's license, how can they afford a mask? Great point. Now, most of the time, usually like a mask is free if you walk into a store and you can kind of grab one. 
but if you like, but that's just like the little blue mask that's really simple and it's not going to protect you from a whole lot. So if they want like the really big, really thick masks, the black ones, that's what you got to go and buy them. But it's racist if you actually make people get an ID to verify you to go and vote. You can't have a driver's license. According to the progressives, it's racist if you mandate a photo ID for you to verify who you are when you go and actually vote or register to vote in many places. That's racist. You can't do that. But you need to go and purchase a mask because you're going to kill other people because you're a a, a bear face. Yeah. You evil bear face, you not wearing your mask. So there is that. So I'm just going to claim racism. I feel oppressed right now. <laughs> Let's get into what's trending. What do you say? What's trending today? So there's a couple interesting stories as now we're starting to see a lot of new news with uh, Joe Biden and his new administration allowing some really interesting things to happen in this nation is now we're seeing the gender confusion continue on with now boys being allowed in girls bathrooms and locker rooms. We're now seeing the transsexual men who identify as girls, but they're men uh, competing in some of the other sports. It's very concerning to me, not just because I have a six-year-old daughter and she's going to be like, what the heck is going on, Dad, when she gets out into society? But is this really good for the mental state of both men and women if they're trying to compete and now all of their records are being shattered by dudes that are pretending to be girls in athletics? And I'm excited to have this guy back on the program. It's been a while since we've chatted with him. He is Armin Bratt, a.k.a. Mr. Dad. He's a spokesman for the Men's Health Network. He's also author of The The New Father, A Dad's Guide to the Toddler Years along with other books as well, plus the weekly talk show, uh, The Positive Parenting. It's Armin Brat with us. Armin, how are you, my friend? Just great. Thanks for having me back. Hey, I appreciate it. It's always good to talk to you. It's a crazy time to live right now because this is something I never thought we would see in society, but now apparently it's cool if you just say that you're a different gender and you can go and compete against their sports and then just blow them all away and be like, ha-ha, I am victorious. The mental state from this, like, how is this acceptable? It's just completely insane to me. I, I realize that that's politically incorrect to say, but the reality of it is that men and women are different. And I think that we need to get more people to just simply say that men and women are different. And if you want to have transgender games, okay, then then transgender people can compete there. But it's, and I mean, I, I suppose if you wanted to have trans women competing in in women's sports or trans men, I'm sorry, I get the thing confused here. So some a woman, a biological woman who decides to be a man, if she wants to compete in male sports, you're not going to get a lot of people complaining. The reality of it, you know, when you have it going the other way, when you have a formerly biological male who's got the muscle mass of a male competing against girls, it's just simply not fair. Uh, that that's why they have men's and women's sports, is so that you can have girls compete against girls, and they can they, it can be a, a, a level playing field, right. and you can decide who runs fastest or jumps furthest or whatever it is. But when you've got all of a sudden you say, well, we're going to have boys competing against girls, it's just it's not it's not right. It's uh, you know yes, if if it's boys and girls competing in an art competition or music or or something like that where there really are no gender differences, right. all I have no problem with that at all. But when you start doing things that require different physical abilities, it's just it, it's not it right. takes it to another it's level. Not. Yeah, it takes it to another level. And it's not just affecting 
the transgender individual who's feeling oppressed or feeling victimized because they can't identify and then play in whatever sport they want to, it takes it to a different level. If you have records being shattered by an individual who is not legitimately biologically that gender, doesn't that kind of uh, take away the opportunity for many of the women who are looking to maybe get scholarships to go to college for track and field or for, you know, basketball or for different, uh, you know, wrestling or soccer, whatever they do? I mean, if they're really men stealing all these scholarships for women and the women can't actually break the records or actually shine in their sport, I mean, that's affecting something completely different here, isn't it? It is, although it makes you kind of wonder if you're talking about a high school athlete who's competing, she's trying to get a college scholarship, she's denied the college scholarship because there's a, a, a boy who's, or a former boy, uh, is is competing and wins the women's scholarship. What's going to happen at the college level when they become really focused on Title Nine? It's it's going to make a mockery of the entire thing. Yeah. And I, it, it's really what's interesting is you see a lot of women are complaining about this and they're put in a terrible spot because uh, a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden, who support his his uh, policies and, and procedures and his his agenda, but they don't support him on this one. And it's it's a difficult line. Yeah, it's a hard line. Now, just to clarify, I want to make sure this is an executive order that Biden has already signed. So it opens up this opportunity that's that's already done. It's already sealed with his signature on it, where the transgender or transsexual or whatever boys can p- compete in the girls uh, sports, can go into the locker rooms, the bathrooms, the sporting events based on their identity. I mean, this is already a done deal, isn't it? It is already a done deal, and I, it, it went along with, it's a separate item, I think, but it went along with the, the thing that allowed transgender folks in the military, which I, in theory, don't have a problem with. I mean, they, these are people who are post-operative, so they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be needing surgery, but somebody who comes in and can can do the physical things that a soldier has to do, carry somebody who's injured, shoot straight, do whatever they have to, I don't care who they are. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think it's going to be, having been served in the Marine Corps myself, I don't think it's going to be much of a distraction. It might be initially for a couple of days. But if you if the person next to you earns your respect because he or she can compete, then it really shouldn't make any difference. But it, it's, it becomes a problem when it gets made, it made into a huge deal, right. which is, I think, what transgender people, generally speaking, don't want. They would like to be left alone. They don't want everybody to be questioning every decision they make or every choice they make. It, they would just like to be left alone, like like everybody else is left alone. Whatever you do in your bathroom and your own or your own bedroom, if you want to dress up in women's clothing or you want to put on a a, a horse costume, who cares? Yeah, do your own thing. You just do as long you. as you can do your job. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, most of us, most commonsensical people, are just like, I don't care. You can dress up. You can self-identify. Whatever. Do you, and if you're doing your own thing in your home, in your bedroom, in your privacy, I don't really care. When we start drawing the line and having an issue is when they force it on us and they say, hey, look, look, you know, I have a five-year-old. I remember when she was one, she got so excited about a stuffed animal, she shoved it up my nose. Look, Dad, Dad, look, and she's so excited. When we have that mentality from them saying, you should, uh, you should praise me, you should think I'm courageous because of, and oh, by the way, now I'm going to start affecting financials. I'm going to start affecting scholarships. I'm going to start affecting. Uh, I mean, uh, if that's the case, then I should be able to identify as a Native American and try and go get land from the tribe. I mean, that's how crazy this actually is in real life. I don't care how you do it on your own, but when you start telling society that you need to bend reality in order to pander to what you identify as, that's when we start having serious issues. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a guy in the Netherlands, I think, who decided that he identified as, he was something like 70 years old. He identified as a 40 year old and he wanted to have that put on his driver's license. <laughs> and and you th- you know, it, it really it really becomes ludicrous and you can make come up with all sorts of crazy scenarios and we can laugh all day about it. But the reality of it is it really starts at home. I think that parents for the last generation or so have been so accepting of everything their children do. Yeah. That we don't question, and we say, you know, childhood is a time for discovery, self-discovery, for experimentation, and figuring out who you are. But I think when parents say to a nine-year-old, a nine-year-old boy who wants to be a girl, okay, you know what, you can start taking hormones. Yeah, that's when you have a problem. And when when parents, and I know people like this, when parents are saying to a fourteen or fifteen-year-old kid, you want to have surgery, gender reassignment surgery, that's okay. Wow. And you say, "Oh my goodness!" I mean, that's boring that, on child That is, I th- I agree. I I think that eighteen is way too young. Still, I mean, legally they can do whatever they want at eighteen, right. but as long as they can find somebody to pay for it. But I, I mean, it, it scares me that we are we are unquestioningly allowing our kids to do whatever they want to do. And I think there's going to be a lot of them who are going to be saying in a few years, "Ooh." Mm, yeah. Wish I wouldn't have done that. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's a little late. Road. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, once you have the surgery, it's over. It's done, yeah. And unfortunately, my generation, the millennials, are the ones that are trying to be more friends to their kids as opposed to the parents, which is, I think, causing a lot of the issue. we got about 30 seconds left. Armin Brat, a.k.a. Mr. Dad. You can find him online, mrdad.com. Real quickly, the feminist movement, where they're all about empowering women. What's their response to all this? Are they inclusive to the LGBTQ, like transsexual, wanting to pretend to be a woman because that's empowering? Or is it an assault to them because they're trying to be empowered women and then all of a sudden men are coming over and taking over everything they're doing? Well, I think their heads are exploding right now because they they would like to be on the far left and they would like to be supporting everything that Biden and the the extreme left wing are pushing. But this thing about boys competing against girls head to head and winning and being allowed to win and being allowed to go home with the gold medal, that's putting them in a position that they don't like. Wow. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, repercussions Joe Biden gets from something like this from his own side. Armin Brat, a.k.a. Mr. Dad, he is the man, author of the book Guide to the Toddler Years, uh, the Dad's Guide to a Toddler Years, the new father, also positive parenting, the weekly talk show. Armin, it's always good to talk to you, brother. Let's do this again here real soon. All right, take care. Hey, always, always a pleasure. You as well get you back on the show again here soon. We'll take a break, wrap up today for a Wednesday here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. 
Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The show really almost over. Good golly, goes by way too fast. Welcome back into the program. Just a few minutes left to wrap up a Wednesday, the post-to-post-Monday, the pre-pre-Friday celebration here on The Voice of Reason. We always appreciate you, radio and TV, plus the live streaming and podcasting all over the place as well. Thanks for hanging out today, cramming that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. So there is a fast... By the way, thanks again to Armin Bra, a.k.a. Mr. Dad, coming on the program interesting conversation it's fascinating that we've gotten to this point of lunacy again when we embrace mental struggles and i'm not degrading anybody here and anybody who chooses to dress differently or do differently or live a different lifestyle i don't care it doesn't matter to me but when we start crossing the line is when you say i'm going to do that in my own livelihood because i know it's not real but i'm going to do it because i enjoy that you know some type of lifestyle cool whatever I don't care, man. Do your thing or gal or other or whatever. But when you start saying, hey, hey, society, you should start accepting this because this is the way that I feel as opposed to what's really happening. That's when you have a serious issue. And we've begun to do that. Society has begun to accept it because we're too scared to actually just say no. It's kind of like the Republican Party where you just really don't have much of a spine and you just have a hard time saying no, we're not going to raise taxes. No, we're not going to do $1.9 trillion stimulus package. No, you're not going to allow men into the girls' bathrooms. Just no, (laughs) not going to do it. On the other front, here's something fascinating. Now, I'm going to try and wrap my head around this the best that I possibly can because just reading this makes my brain hurt. As you know, let's do a little background before I get to the story. On the issue of climate change, we started off in the 1980s with acid rain. Acid rain was really bad, and just the rain falling down was going to melt everything because the things we were putting in the atmosphere was making the rain acidic, and therefore it was going to burn us all, and we were all going to die. By the 1990s and the early 2000s, we went into global warming and we saw the uh, inconvenient truth by Al Gore to where global warming was causing the icebergs to melt all over the world. We were causing the nation's sea levels to rise. We were going to flood the entire country, at least all the border or all the uh, coasts of the country, and that we were causing it because of all the pollution we were putting into the air, causing the earth to warm. 
by the mid-2000s, we changed it from global warming to climate change, to where we don't know really what the heck's going on, but whatever it's happening, it's happening because of us and what we are doing. Based on the pollution of the smokestacks and of the manufacturing and of the cars, it is us that's causing man-made climate change because the climate's changing. We're not sure which direction it's really going, but whichever direction it's going, it's because of man. Now we hear that, of course, the global, the climate change is warming. The climate is warming, and it's due to us. But the warming of the climate and the climate change that's causing the global warming is going to lead to an ice age because we're going to hit a cycle and we warm up the earth enough to where it resets itself, and then we go into an ice age and we cool off. So the warming is going to cause the cooling. That's the state. <laughs> that's the whole like thirty-year scale here uh, to this point. Now, according to, if you remember last year. During the COVID-19 pandemic and half the world being shut down and manufacturing plants being shut down because you can't be socially distanced while you're at a manufacturing plant and people aren't driving anymore because they're socially distancing and they're working remotely from home because there's less of that. They showed a picture actually from China, from according to Donald Trump, China, it's China. They showed a picture of China and how the air and the atmosphere actually was clearing up, how the air was clearing up because we weren't polluting nearly as much. And the environmentalists were excited. They were happy. We weren't producing as much. We weren't polluting the atmosphere as much. We were going to save the earth from a pandemic. And thank God for the pandemic because we were clearing the atmosphere and we were going to stop man-made climate change from actually happening. Now, according to the latest study from the Geophysical Research Letters, a journal from the scientists, Earth spiked a fever in 2020 partly because of cleaner air from the pandemic Lockdown. Let me get this straight. We cleaned up the air, and because of that, the earth warmed. I thought we were causing the earth warming by polluting it, and we needed to clean it. Now, according to them and the research they're saying, for a short time, temperatures in some places in the eastern United States, Russia, and China all warmed as much as half to two-thirds of a degree last year during the pandemic. Why? That's due to less soot and sulfate particles from car exhaust and burning coal, which normally cools the atmosphere temporarily by reflecting the sun's heat. So the stuff, the soot, the coal, the everything that we've been putting into the atmosphere that they said was killing the environment was actually helping us because we reflected part of the sun's rays coming into the earth and therefore we were cooling it preventing the natural increase in temperature from the sun and from the earth that was naturally causing global warming. We were preventing that because of what we were doing. Now we're killing the earth by not producing because we're not cooling off and reflecting the sun's rays any longer. My brain hurts. That does it for us today. Podcast going up a little bit. We'll process that one again here tomorrow and get your thoughts on it. Until then, I'm Andy Hoosier. It's The Voice Reason. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately.
And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.